I'm looking for similarities in the way troublemakers think. This is Steve St. Clair, co-founder of Trouble Group. Join us as we learn from others who are shaking things up. If you've heard my sales pitch, then you've heard me say, everyone and their dog is pumping out content these days. But, as it turns out, I'm wrong. There's a huge swath of people who have no social media profiles, don't know how to receive or share pics with their families, and are generally left out of conversations. They are so late to the party They don't even understand the basic lexicon of the digital age. My father and my in-laws don't see the latest pics of their grandchildren unless they're mailed to them. Not emailed, mailed in a paper envelope with a stamp on it. Remember those? My next guest has an absolutely brilliant idea to solve this. Roland Reichel is the founder and CEO of Arrow AI. Welcome, Roland. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate the time and great to be on the show. So, Roland, let's start before we give away what this brilliant idea is. Let's start with your background. Yeah, thank you. So my background is enterprise software and media sales. Over the last 15 years, I've been working in the advertising technology industry and and, and seeing the rise of that industry. I started before Facebook and Google were the powerhouses that Facebook and Google are today. So I've seen everything from the first ad servers all the way through to programmatic advertising, digital advertising, data-driven advertising, to now this third wave of social media advertising, influencer models, TikTok, et cetera. So I've been fortunate in my career to see billions of dollars of investment in some of the most sophisticated digital advertising tools on the planet and managed probably three or four hundred million dollars in media sales through myself and my team. So uh, it's been a really interesting and wild ride. And I feel like I've gotten a front row seat at this really what I would say is a, a revolution in digital advertising, a revolution in advertising, but a revolution digitally. Definitely. Yeah. So what was the inspiration for Aero AI? Well, it's directly related to my experience. In that front row seat, I saw billions of dollars invested mostly on behalf of large companies. And a lot of that money, Steve, went to building tools to increase media efficiency. That's to make every ad dollar go a little farther or make every ad dollar more targeted or lower you know, a CPA, a cost per acquisition or something like that. And that makes a ton of sense. Some of these tools are huge billion-dollar platforms with thousands of users. And that kind of media efficiency really serves the needs of companies that have large advertising budgets. If you're Procter & Gamble, for example, and you spend $350 million a year, then a 4% increase in media efficiency goes immediately to your bottom line. Yeah. But what me and my, my founders realized uh, over the last couple of years is that there's a whole group of folks that media efficiency is not important to them, Steve. They're just trying to get in the game, right? They're going from zero to one, not from one to 10. So our inspiration was, hey, let's build a tool for non-marketers. Let's build a tool for everyday entrepreneurs. Let's build a tool for small businesses and local businesses that you know want to spend anywhere from 10 or 15 bucks a day 
to, to get discovered right in their own community. So that was our inspiration. So what's the big reveal? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the big reveal is that everyone wants to participate in the digital ecosystem. And if you give small businesses the right tools that match their needs, match their budget, match their skill level, um, you know, they'll jump in and they'll, they want to advertise. We think that there could be up to $100 billion sitting on the sideline in these small and local businesses. And, you know, we want to do everything we can to get that $100 billion into the marketing ecosystem so it can benefit these small businesses. There's a line on your website, too, about this that I think is brilliant. When small businesses win, we all win. I just love that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it's, um, it's really our North Star. I mean, we truly believe this. Small businesses are the foundation of our economy. And, you know, COVID's taught us a lot of things. I think in, in some ways we realize how reliant we are on big companies like Amazon and, and other big companies to, that can bring something to our front door. But I think a lot of folks have now been spending time in their own communities and in their own neighborhoods in ways they've never done or haven't as much. There's this awareness now of our local neighborhoods in a way that, that's, that's really interesting and refreshing. Paint the picture for me, the, the user experience. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things we did, and this is really fundamental to our vision, is, and, and I'll talk a little bit about the, the, the startup experience as I talk about this user experience, because the, uh, the founders of the company, myself and, and our chief technology officer, Bill Rose, you know, we came from these enterprise backgrounds. So we've been building technology, specifically platforms for many years. And the first thing we did when we sat down is we said, you know what? The world does not need another platform. There's plenty of platforms out there. <laughs> and that fundamental decision to build a browser extension was, it turned out to be the best thing we ever did. Because we said, look, small business owners have laptops, they have Facebook, they know they need to market. If you can build a tool that is integrated and easy and right on page, you're going to reduce a lot of friction. And so that's what we did. So we have a browser extension. It's fully integrated into Facebook. And when you use your Facebook page, and you want to share some content. Our tools right on your page, click, 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 and you're in the content game in 20 seconds. I, I went through that signing into your thing, and it, and it reminds me of uh, when I signed up for Grammarly, too. Just boom, there it is. Piece of yeah. cake. And I don't, have, I don't have to remember a password. I just, it just works, which is brilliant. Let's go a little deeper into the, the user experience in terms of ease and what do they see on the screen and what does it cost? All the user experience stuff, because that's at the very heart of this, obviously. It's just brilliant. Yeah, thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. So the user experience is, is all around content. And the core to social media marketing is, is content. I think, you know, we can all recognize that the, we've, got, we've gone a little too far in advertising. And, and I don't know about you, Steve, but when I open up my Instagram feed, it feels like every other post is some kind of offer, right? Buy some tennis shoes, get some chick new workout <laughs> gear, you know, a, yeah. uh, <laughs> a pair of 
uh, polarized sunglasses that you didn't even know you needed, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, we really believe that we need to pull back and go back to the core functionality of social media, which is about content and sharing. And when we look out in the world and we see the companies that are really successful on social media, they're successful because they're not always just talking about themselves. They're not always just promoting. They're actually just putting out content that's engaging and interesting and, and they're building a real community. So our tool is all about that. It's content sharing and community engagement. So what does that mean? It means that you can open up our tool right on page and we have channels. So think a little bit like Spotify, but for, for your Facebook page. And so we got all these content channels. It's everything from culture to health, business, beauty, sports, et cetera, et cetera. And within those channels are millions of ready to share posts that are relevant for any business. So if you, you're never going to run out of content, you're never going to run out of things to say, and you'll always have really great, relevant, engaging content that you can post on your business page with one click. Yeah, I was also blown away um, when I was watching, you know, after I'd signed up and then the next day these these posts would show up and you guys were prodding me to engage, which is the whole purpose of it. I just I love how uh, easy it is to sign up and I just love the prodding. It's not uh, prodding is a strong word. You're kind of inviting me. And what you were doing, I think, along the way, too, is just showing is saying, hey, Mr. New User, uh, look how easily I put this together. It's got a headline, it's beautiful colors, it's catchy visual, boom. Really easy. Yeah. You know, I love that. So what does it cost, Roland? So our tool is free for content. Anyone can download it, any business, and it's only available in the US, any business can download it. You can start posting, you can post as much as you want, you can subscribe to as many channels as you want. We do have another feature called boosting, and this is pretty interesting, and this allows you to boost that content. So let's say you post something that's really, a, a let's say you're a local hair salon and you post an inspirational meme, you could spend a couple bucks a day boosting that content. So it's going to go to people in your community that are potential customers of yours, and they're going to see your content and they can click back to your social media page and engage with you. So that boosting feature. Uh, we charge $4.99 a month for that. It's a subscription model. And you can use the boosting as much as you want. So what does this mean for the small business owner? It means for $4.99 a month, which is, well, barely a cup of coffee, depending on where you live, you get access to all the content, thousands of ready to share, millions of ready to share posts rather. Plus you get this boosting feature which means that for a couple bucks a day, you can boost this content and, and really engage your local community, business community. Let's talk about that business community for a second. I imagine HVAC, home contractors, who, who are, tell me about the audience that you're after. Yeah, it's a great question. It, it really falls into two buckets. And the first bucket is the businesses that you see when you walk down your main street or walk down your local neighborhood. Well, that's restaurants. That's local retail, hair salon, nail salon, record shops, wine shops, this kind of business. They're typically anywhere from five to 10 employees. They, uh, they have a, a physical location. The second bucket is interesting, and that's really service providers. 
So the service providers are some of the businesses that you mentioned. That's folks who work on your lawn, plumbers, accountants, financial advisors, insurance, real estate agents. These folks don't have a physical location always, but they do work in a community. And their Facebook page is, for a lot of these businesses, the main way that folks discover and and find them and pick up the phone and call them. Definitely Facebook. You're in the right place for that. So their mindset about marketing and jumping into this, what's that like? Do you think they'll still be intimidated or will they? I don't see how, having used it, I don't see how they could be intimidated. Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I let me answer it sort of philosophically and then I'll answer it more particularly. You know, one of the premises we have at our company at Arrow, and you see this in the use of the language and our branding and unicorn and the rainbows is we really don't take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, um, that's clear. And it's fun. It, <laughs> yeah. No, it's really fun right on the homepage. It's, it just gets fun right away. Colorful, the whole yeah, thing. And that's yeah, that's really, really important, I think. And, you know, we realize, look, we're a, a content sharing tool, we're a marketing tool and marketing and, and getting a great Facebook page is absolutely critical to the success of your business. But we also recognize for a lot of these small businesses, and this is kind of getting into their mindset that it's not always the top of their decision tree, right? It might be getting the store open or working with an employee called in sick or, you know, getting inventory in, in a timely way. So your, your, your shelves are stocked. You know, they've got this immensely complicated set of tasks, small business owners, and they solve that in brilliant and creative ways every single day. It's amazing, right? And so, yes, marketing is important, but we also recognize that we're not always going to be the most important thing. And so we make it easy, we make it fun, and we make it simple. Yeah. So that as that small business owner, after you've solved the 20 things that you needed to solve today, come on over to Arrow and in 30 seconds or so, you know, you can also solve your your content marketing as well. Yeah, I want to read a quote from your homepage. After 14 months of not posting, we used Arrow to post and share. In two weeks, our Facebook page became a place that people visit and get to know us. We even got likes and shares from people living right down the street. Boom. That's got to be a big win. That That's what you want, right? Absolutely. And that's Lou Fizzerati. He's an amazing business owner. You know, he knows everything about cars. He runs an Amco transmission shop in, in Jersey City, New Jersey. And, you know, Lou can tell you every single transmission that was in like every GM car going back 40 years. A serial number, <laughs> you know. And, He's encyclopedic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, amazing, right? I mean, that's that's the level of knowledge he has around his own business. But his Facebook page was just sitting there. And, you know, he wasn't getting uh, the demographics around his shop was changing, right? It, there in Jersey City mm-hmm. and, you know, moms and millennials and, and new people moving in. And he wasn't connecting to this, this, this newer, you know, newer group of folks that was coming into his community. And so, you know, getting Arrow on his Facebook page, pushing out not only some, you know, promotions, but also just memes and posts and quizzes and fun stuff. And, you know, just in a couple of weeks, he was already getting that engagement he was looking for. So it was a great, great win for him. And, and we were really happy to support his business. 
Roland, how big is this market? You know, that's a great question. It's, it's an interesting market because we're focused on non-marketers. So uh, let, me, let me talk about the size of the market, and then I want to talk about market potential. So the size of the market is about $41 billion and growing at a 23% CAGR. So what do those numbers mean? It means that social media management tools is growing at 23% year over year. There's tremendous need for these tools. Now that growth is mostly coming though from marketers, mid-sized companies and even bigger companies that have professional teams to manage their social media presence, to increase their social media presence and et cetera, et cetera. We think there's actually a much bigger market that's sitting on the sidelines. And these are these small business owners that we've been talking about. We think these small business owners have money to spend but aren't spending it today because the tools that are available are not built for them. Our estimation is that it could be upwards of $100 billion in marketing spend locked wow. up in these small businesses. Yeah, $100 billion locked up in these small businesses. That's sitting on the sidelines. That's incredible. And, you know, yeah, it's an incredible, it's an incredible business opportunity, you know, and we're not the only ones that see this. I mean, Facebook, Pinterest, mm -hmm. Snapchat, you know, talk to any of the, the social media platforms and they'll all tell you the same thing. They see their future in small businesses as well. But you're doing something about it. And you've, you've gone in. That to me is the sheer genius of this is you've gone in and said, this market's there. Let's help them get on. What's the problem? And you've just, if, when people do go to getarrow.ai and they sign up, and it's just like, all of a sudden, you're, you're doing it. How did this idea come into being? Just the idea of it, that we're going we're gonna to fix it this way. You know, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> it's, I guess the, the question's a little bit like, is how is the sausage made, right? Um, you know, as, as someone who's done three different startups, I probably raised $30 million in various ways from, you know, angel investors all the way up to institutions in my career. And mm -hmm. I'll just say it straight out. The, it's a messy process. And, you know, everyone has this uh, mythos around startups. And part of it is the startup community promotes this <laughs> mythos, right? Yeah, for sure. Three people, you know, three people out one night. Or in a garage. Having a conversation, <laughs> yeah, in a garage, right, exactly. Like, oh, eureka, light bulbs go off in that. And, you know, I do think there's a lot of moments I can go back and point to in the business and say like, wow, that was pivotal. Like the decision to build a browser extension, absolutely pivotal, right? Yeah. Put us on a trajectory and, 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 and a pathway that we just weren't on before. And, you know, it was amazing. But the other side of it is all the testing and trying and failing and, and not getting it right that goes into it. Um, a lot of times people don't see that. And we've gone through that. And I think um, you know, we've come out the other side of that with a product that is the right product for our market, but it's, it's never easy. Certainly. Yeah, I can get I can get that. So if you would, just one or two of the challenges that you ran into. I think there's really two primary challenges for us. The first is 
simplifying our idea down enough that we could explain it to people. And if you think about startups, they typically fall into two buckets, new businesses mostly, but startups in particular. You're either going to go into an existing market and disrupt it, or you create a whole new market and become the market leader there. We're really in that second category. What we're saying is there's a whole new market of non-marketers out there that need a marketing tool. It's millions of businesses. It's $100 billion in spend. We're going to build something for them. And the challenge when you go that route of saying is that you're ahead of the curve by, by definition. You're saying, hey, here's a market that no one's gone after. Getting people to see that market opportunity and understand that there is a real opportunity there and that how you solve that opportunity is, is, is tricky. And as simple as it might seem, and we found using uh, analogies or examples as a great way to do it, especially when talking to the investment community. Like when we say, oh, we're like we're the Spotify for your Facebook page. People are like, oh, okay, I get it. Channels, Spotify, playlists, right. I get those features. So, you know, giving people some clear guide marks, if you will, on, hey, this is how the product works is really helpful. But that was a big challenge for us. It's just getting people to understand that this small business community was one, thirsty for tools like this. Number two, they would pay for a tool like this and that there really is a new market here. Advice for startups, Roland. What's, you've, you've been in how many now? Four? <laughs> <laughs> I've been in five, and I've started three. Good for you. I'm sure you've got a bucket full of advice. What's your top? My top advice is make sure you have a strong community around you. And it's actually not business advice. It's more personal advice, which might seem like a funny thing to say, but I really do believe that when you go to do a startup, you're, you're taking risks. It's an inherently risky adventure, but so is it for small businesses. I mean, when you decide to open a retail shop in a neighborhood, that's inherently risky as well. So, you know, I think every entrepreneur is taking some risk in some kind of way. Yeah, I like that. That's my number one advice is it's more of a personal advice, which is build your community, your wife, your, your partner, you know, whatever that support people around you, you know, share with them, let them know what you're doing, talk to them about why you're doing it, you know, enlist them uh, from the beginning, because I can tell you <laughs> no matter who you are and what you do or how well your startup goes, you're going to have moments where you're going to turn to those folks. And, and need their support, need their love, need their guidance, um, need their input. So, you know, if they're, if they're on board from the beginning, it makes those conversations a lot easier. <laughs> I could, I almost broke out laughing on this one because I didn't do that. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about you for a second. What makes you tick? It's a great question. What makes me tick? You know, there's, there, there's a lot of things. You know, the financial reward is a big motivator for startups. I mean, that's that's got to play into your thinking, right? Sure. The yep. opportunity, it's a, the opportunity to build something big. It's the opportunity to, you know, generate revenue and wealth. And, you know, that's really important, of course. And you're, that's, that might be why you're taking the risk. For this particular startup, it's 
passion had a lot to do with it though. And really the focus on the small business community. And it led to a couple other ideas that are important. So, you know, bridging the digital divide, democratizing the media tools. I mean, we kind of throw these words around, you know, and we all recognize that it's important to bridge the gap in the digital divide, whether we're talking about communities or communities of color, or we're talking about certain geog- geographical areas in the country or size of business or whatever. That was a huge motivation for us as a founding team. It's like, hey, look, here's a tool, something we can build. We know how to build this and we think we can have a real impact with it. So that was uh, that's something that was incredibly motivating for me. You know, we toyed with the idea of being a B Corp early on. Uh, we ended up, you know, not going in quite in that direction. There's some complications with being a B Corp, but we felt like there was enough, how should I put this? There was enough purpose-driven energy behind the company that we could have qualified as a B Corp. And um, that's something that really makes me me very motivated to, to work on this business. I love it. Any other thoughts? You know, it, it's it's back to uh, that community. Other things that make me tick. I, I'm, a, I'm a big tennis player. I like to work out, do a lot of hiking, a lot of camping, time off the grid, which I think is so important since, you know, we spend so much time in front of our screens and doing all this kind of in your head kind of work. So it's just important to get outside. So I'm a big fan of, of that bike riding, another passion of mine. So, you know, back to that kind of personal element, I just think it's so important to have those other outlets in your life, not just work where you can, you know, re-energize and put things down and come back to them later when you're feeling fresh and you got a fresh set of eyes. So what's the future look like? Yeah. So the future is going to be really interesting. I think 2022 is going to be a great year for us here at Aero AI. And let me give you a couple of reasons why I think that we're just engaging with Visa on a pretty significant partnership with them. Visa, of course, is a major player in the, in the financial industry, but also in the S&B sector as well. They put a lot of resources, time, energy behind their small business community, which is four and a half million cardholders across the U.S., including their wow. the banks. Yeah, we're working on a, we're, we're just finalizing our partnership with them. Our tool is going to be included in their uh, benefits offer program. So what does that mean? It means that we'll be one of the digital tools offered to all Visa cardholders. We'll be a digital tool that their banks can offer out to their cardholders as well. Collectively, this is going to give us access to about 10 and a half million small businesses in America. That is epic. Where our tool will be available as a download and, and an offer to that small business community. So we're really excited about that. And we're just thrilled to be a part of that Visa community. They do so much tremendous work for, for all kinds of small business. That's going to be really interesting. And then the second one is we're working with Chamber of Commerces. We're rolling out to eight different Chamber of Commerces that's going to give us access to about 17,000 small businesses, hyper-localized, Seattle, San Diego, San Francisco, Oakland are some of the cities. San Jose is another and we're working directly with these chamber of commerces where we're going to give the tool away for free, but the chambers themselves can create content channels. So their own community then can access that local content and post it on their pages. So it creates a content sharing community within the, the local chamber of commerces as well. So that model we're really excited about. 
We've met with the Chamber of Commerce in these cities. They love the model. They love the digital tool. They see it as a way for them to distribute content to their own members and for their own members to use it to distribute content to their users. So it just becomes like a win-win content ecosystem for everybody. So those two initiatives are, are moving forward, and we're, we're, we're just absolutely thrilled about it. That Chamber of Commerce thing is new, right? Yeah, correct. We engaged with Oakland first and presented this model to them, and they thought it was just great because the Chamber of Commerce, just like every other small business, is struggling with their own social media feeds. Right. That's brilliant. That's such a win-win. Yeah, yeah, that's an exciting one. Learn more about Arrow AI and Roland Reichel at getarrow.ai. That's G-E-T-A-R-R-O-W dot A-I. From there, you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn, but especially on Facebook, where they're incredibly active. Roland, thank you, man. This is really great. Steve, thank you. We appreciate the opportunity. It's great to be on the show. Keep up the good work, and thanks again for having us on. This has been a Trouble Group podcast. Learn more about us at troublegroup.com. If you're a troublemaker and want to be on the podcast, email steve at troublegroup.com.